This is the Dive Bomb Squadcast, presented by Dive Bomb Industries. What's up, guys? Hope everyone is doing well, staying corona-free. We are joined today by a man that is heavily invested in helping introduce and entertain outdoorsmen in the sport of waterfowling, a YouTube sensation. Most of you have heard him through his channel. I'm joined here with our friend, Bobby Guy. Bobby, what's up, man? What's up, Asher? How's it going? It's going, man. It feels weird to say what's up after we've just been talking for an hour. Uh, exactly right. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's going, man. We had to we had to get a, a short, take a short break. We talked for a little bit, and Bob said, "I've got to go go snag me a bush or a, a five bushes, maybe." So yep, five uh, bushes did it. We've got our we've got our we're calling it our Brewski Beach Honker tank and t-shirts they are coming i think Those we're gonna have them ready to start selling them on friday uh we haven't released the image of them yet but they're hilarious we had just kind of a quick backstory because you're crushing a bush we had a guy our, our audience are obviously huge bush people and oh man uh me personally the i'm north, not they a, come from the north yeah yeah and so the we had this dude posted on our, we've got our close uh, Facebook group, the Dive Bomb Industries forum and yeah. fan page. And this dude posted on there. He said, well, y'all make a, a shirt with a honker pounding bush lights. And I was like, oh, man, sick. you know, we haven't really made any like cartoonish like stuff. That's just kind of not really in my wheelhouse. And right. I was like, you know what? Like we, we like giving people what we want. So I made a comment on, on this thread. It had like 20 likes on it. And mm -hmm. I made a comment and I said, if this thread gets a thousand likes, we'll do it. And dude, I am not shitting you. I hit the refresh button. It was like 25 minutes. And the thing's got like 678 comments. Oh, likes. It had likes. Sorry. I said, I said how many likes, not comments. It has, thousand likes i'll do it hit the refresh button things at like 678 dude i'm telling you it was not 10 minutes later i hit the refresh button again and it had over a thousand and i was like you've gotta be shitting me there's that many so I, I said well it ended up having like 1400 likes i mean it just exploded there's comments everybody saying do it do it so i was like well you know i'm got to be a man of my word i never thought in a million years it would get even within 900 likes of a thousand and it took literally 40 minutes and everybody rallied up and i said you know what <laughs> we're gonna do it so everybody's so excited so with all that said that's that's the whole backstory on that it's that's sweet but that's what i, I think that that's out. what a lot of the man people love one-off t-shirts like that something that it'll be fun and we're putting it on a tank too you know so for summer yep. times you know good vibes and we're getting koozies made and we're going to give away a koozie with every shirt or tank that's purchased so it'll be a fun little little oh, nice. uh, summertime nice. thing so anyway bob thanks thanks for taking your time man to 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 join us and you know you got a lot going on but First of all, I want to I want to ask you, um, and I'm sure the audience is curious: has has the uncertainty around the coronavirus had any effect on the YouTube industry and or what you do in particular? Yes. Um, so 
a lot of a lot of people out there that are avid viewers of YouTube. I'm sure there's you know everybody is subscribed to somebody out there, and and uh, if they're a YouTuber, they they felt the effects. Right now, ad rate, ad revenues down uh, for anybody at least thirty percent to forty percent. Wow, um, that's where it's at for me, and so it is. I mean, that's a huge that's a huge gap to fill. So. Um, everybody's everybody's hurting everything from mm-hmm. small business i mean there's no reason for uh for many advertisers to spend money right now no matter what i mean sure on uh you know on instagram i, I actually have to take that back on instagram i just bought a pair of shoes that cut pops up for some <laughs> weird you know what i mean it's like you were right. something and then it's installed a cookie seven days ago or something right and then this fresh pair of shoes popped up and i bought it so i kind of have to buy my thing on that but man the ad revenue on youtube has just plummeted so yeah for sure that's that i'm we're feeling the effects right now it's it's finally 30 days in a month in and uh it's pretty much sustained at the low the low average for however long it's gonna last you know well i gotta ask what what kind of shoes was it that sucked you in oh dude there's some under armor uh they're a running shoe it's the, the new hovers dude they're sick Nasty. they're bad they're bad <laughs> all right well before before we get <laughs> going off this uh, off the wrong direction let's let's talk about how this this whole thing started i want to know what uh what bobby guy was like as a kid oh you know it's crazy ass like, i haven't i haven't that's a good i like that question i've never really been asked that's um <clears throat> it's funny you asked that my um my son is reminding me every day. He's almost three now of my childhood. So <laughs> Bobby, as a kid, I was a single child, only child. Um, and now I see how awesome it is to have, you know, brothers and sisters. I do have a brother. I have a half brother. Um, and, uh, you know, we didn't have him until I was maybe probably in seventh grade. So, uh, my my younger brother he is autistic he's 22 20 yep 22 years old and he's very much autistic autistic so um there comes a lot of a lot of effort from my my parents uh that go towards that and so um as a child we camped a lot that's where bobby got his outdoors from um up until my brother was was born and and we found out what um what was wrong it took you know as you can imagine back then 22 years ago um it took a lot of different testing we didn't have the technology um they thought eyesight was bad for him so they had glasses on him and all these things all these problems that were mentally linked you know um it's just crazy to to uh to see what technology's done but anyways we camped a lot and we were outdoors a bunch and I hunted my first hunts. I think uh, I got my, my, uh, oh, whatever certificate hunt certificate when I was probably eight years old, went on my, went on my first quail and pheasant hunt when I was nine. And then, like I said, when my little brother, when I was, you know, 12, 13. So, um, for the hunting side of things, there was never, there was never really any handing down. There was never, mm-hmm. I had a guy the other day that commented, 
And he goes, uh, I seen you put, I had a bunch of hate people talking about me putting out corn for turkeys. And uh, <laughs> back on my property, all you get is travelers. There's no roofs around me. They're midday travelers. So you got to try, try to attract them to your area for some reason and hang out. And uh, I just assume, that's what the comment, I just assume roost them hunt them in the morning over a decoy, call them to you like our granddaddy's taught us. And I'm like, yeah, man, that would, that'd be, you know, I, obviously I know turkey hunting now for, for God's sakes. And it, it's a, it's a, it is legal to, to use corn on turkeys here in Kansas. Most states you can't. And so just cause it's illegal somewhere else, these people use, you know, uh, sentences like that. And they have no idea what they're talking to or the person they're talking to. And it just makes you step back and go, man, if you only knew, you know, I didn't hunt. Bobby's as a kid didn't hunt. I went hunting a few times. I, I, I learned public duck hunting with my best friend Wade at the age of, we were probably 16 to 17. That was, I mean, I used to say 14 to 15, but thinking back, we, we didn't have a, we didn't have pictures that took, you know, phones that took pictures. You know, we don't have a date or a timestamp on it back then. So um, uh, I think I was probably 16, 16 to 17. We went on a uh, river hunt and we shot these mallards. I, I don't know if I actually shot one or not, but they fell. They about got hit by one and I didn't have waders. I didn't know anything. I probably, I honestly, back then, I didn't even know probably that you had to have steel shot, <laughs> you know, like I knew nothing. And um it hooked me. I was like, that was insane. They landed on these decoys and that was at the age of 16. And now it's grown to this. And and there was no, again, I think what I'm getting at is um, the, the evolution of what, uh, where I'm at now at the age of 33. Um, mm-hmm. It, uh, it took a lot of maturity to put a lot of puzzle pieces together and a lot of, a ton of just repetitive effort on one thing and with anything in this world what i've learned it doesn't take talent it doesn't take it does take connections connections are above uh, importancy uh but uh repetitive action workflow uh determination uh everything that you learn in in high school sports i i only wish kids understood why high school sports are actually there not to see if they can get a degree um to the best university because they're a god's given athlete but to instill respect and discipline sure. um those things that's how beautiful companies and 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 marveling you know forbes companies are built is through effort and action not that's exactly why this exists you know um i seen an opportunity i knew um, I knew a thing or two about a hunting cause I had done it long enough. Uh, I didn't know the most, never known the most. I still, I'm still learning every single hunt. Um, I, I made a post the other day. I was like, uh, we, uh, this was my 527th video uploaded. I can remember on my 40th video where I told myself, dude, you are state. this is going to be a thing. Like you're this far in holy cow and you enjoyed it this is something like chalk this up um 
stay with this, you know. And by that time, everybody's going, why are you doing this so much? What are you going to get out of it? You know, and right, I'm going, right. just let me try Wait. this, you know. And and that's where, it was, like Asher had just said, <clears throat> we had been on, we had been talking for an hour. That's where that weightlifting attitude came from. And I, I, I got into, long story short, I got into weightlifting for four or five years and I wanted to, physique for god's sake bob old goggle wearing bob with a physique i know <laughs> but i got pictures to prove it i was a 220 stud muffin at six one stud muffin <laughs> benching 355 on the daily and just a stud muffin and uh it took work and i took that and i put it towards this channel you know and that's uh that's why all this exists now you know kind of going back a little bit you know you said you started waterfowl hunting particular 16 17 years old the guy comments i'll oh, do it this do it like our granddaddy did it and you went on to say look man like i had to learn everything on my own like i didn't have that figure to show me exactly how to do things or show me grandpa's old fishing hole or his old duck killing hole it's like mm-hmm. and i think a lot of times guys out there and myself as well is I take these things for granted, the stuff that I was taught and grew up with stuff. That's just second nature to me mm-hmm. is totally new to somebody else. And totally I'll tell new. you when this really started for me, uh, this, I, I don't want to call it like being enlightened, but I started fly fishing after we got back from New Zealand. I did it there. Mm-hmm. Um, went and caught some giant Browns and rainbow trout over there with Jeff and Hunter and a guy, Jack gold he guides and he was gracious enough to take us out in the afternoons. And I said, you know what? I really want to get into this. Well, what's the first thing you do when you want to learn something new these days? You go to YouTube. (laughs) And so I start watching as many videos as I can. I want to learn everything I can about fishing and flies and what type of flies and dries and nymphs, streamers, what weight rod, tippets, 1x 2x 3 you know there's Mm -hmm. so much stuff that okay so say um i've got a friend he grew up fly fishing he's been doing it his whole life his grandfather taught him the questions that i would ask him would be stupid if i said hey what what does this mean or what does that mean it's stupid because he's done it his whole life but to me Mm -hmm. it's it's a big deal because I have no idea. And I think that's, we do that a lot of times as waterfowlers. And I think waterfowlers are really, really bad about being prima donnas to other people oh, that weren't given the same advantages they were no. because somebody asked a question that we think is stupid mm-hmm. when really it's somebody that genuinely is passionate about it and they want to learn. And so after that fly fishing thing came about, I went on our page and I said, guys, here's the deal. I, uh, I think about it at times, but I don't think about it as deeply as I should. If you guys have a question, it's like what your old teacher said in school. There's no such thing as stupid questions. Honest to goodness with waterfowl hunting, if you're new to it, it can be so overwhelming. So I I, I talked to Forrest Carpenter, who's great, so knowledgeable. And I said, Forrest, I want to start a series. I want to start a Q&A. Let's break this thing all the way down to the beginning from, hey man, I'm hunting honkers and I've got a 12 gauge. What size shot should I? I mean, there's so much stuff that we just don't know. And I said, Forrest, I've been watching these YouTube videos. They're the most basic Q&A things. 
I was like, we need to do something like that just to mm-hmm. help people that need an answer. And, and, you know, that's really other than entertaining, that's what you do as well. You know, aside from entertaining is you help people to say, Hey man, maybe this know, kid's the, like me, maybe stuff that I've right. learned, I can help this guy. You know, one thing is, this is just an example is, you know, you know how it goes with filming. You, you guys film enough now. So when you get there, a lot of times, yo, 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 and I start the video in front of the headlights sure. of the truck. This right. is where we're at. This is what we're doing. This is the temperature. This is the wind. Blah, blah, blah. Get out an opening. You know, get the opening done. And then what I used to do every time, and now it's just gotten harder because I think the spreads have gotten bigger. So my time shrinks because I'm not smart enough to get up earlier, um, is... I always show this spread and I've been shown now I show the spread about halfway through the video where, you know, in the lull of the hunt Sure. and um, describing the spread. And one thing that stands true to, and this goes with what you've been referring to on basics and everything is this is just one angle is people have, I've, I've seen a lot of comments and a lot of people, a lot of people don't hunt in the decoys. A lot of people don't, uh, some people have layout blinds, you know, for honkers in the decoys with two guys or three. But right. when you're talking five guys or something, you know, you're going to be in an A-frame. You're going to be in layout against a fence or something. Like just ha- what's the distance you're going to be from that spread? And every time when I'm out of the spread, I step, you know, I either step off the yardage or I show the distance and take an educated guess and tell them. And just that information right there, just something. It's invaluable, man. It's invaluable because – because the the beginner doesn't understand, um, you know, think about where you're going to sit to the shot call. When you've guided or, or when you've hunted 500 waterfowl hunts, whether it's duck or geese, and you're the shot caller, well, you should have it down, obviously. When you're a beginner, where do you want to shoot them at? That yardage, that distance is not... That's just, you know, it's just second nature to a lot of us. Yeah, we don't absolutely. even think about that stuff. No. That somebody like, what can else... I hide best? Sure. And with have the, a the relation of the sun and the wind, are yep. we going to side yep. shoot them? Are we going to shoot them in the tits? Are we going to shoot yep. them in the quarter and away? So, yeah, There's I so think many it's, angles it's awesome. to waterfowl hunting. You know, we, you were referring to fishing with weights and this and that. Well, think about weather and wind and sun and decoys and sitting in the spread, out of the spread, hiding, what, 10 it's guys unlimited. or two guys? It's, seriously, it, it's, it's unlimited. It's unlimited. You can go to guns, you can go to shells, you can go to dogs, dog yes. training. I mean, it, it's unlimited. Some so that's a good thing for time. somebody like you is you, we were talking about how you've got to stay creative. you got to keep people involved and wanting to right. watch your videos. It's what you do for a living. So you have to keep an audience engaged so you know what i tell you with waterfowl hunting there's so much that um that we just you pick up as you go if you've been doing it a long time but man if you're new to it gosh it can just be so overwhelming it can be scary you know and and it can be so scary that you'll just you'll do it once you'll tremble the whole time because these guys when you see a confident guy you know, in that situation, a dude that's just owning it, loving it, cussing like a sailor the whole nine yards, shooting geese in the face, and you're just sitting here like, hell, this guy is a god, you know, and <laughs> it is. It's overwhelming. Yeah, I mean, it, can make, it, is. it can make somebody, you know, um, just with what I do, it, it can make some – one video can take someone's – think about this. One video, the right video, if they watch one, 
It can take their, um, how should I put it, their confidence level to either buy in that five dozen or not. Sure. You know, like, uh, it, it, or buying that new shotgun or not, or just investing the time to get interested or not. Uh, I've had a ton of people say, dude, last year I killed two ducks and they, sh- and then they go this year after watching your channel for one year and they just send me limits and pictures. And like, they're like, thank you so much. Feeling, I was man. able to do this. I was able to take this guy that took me on my first hunt. I took him like there's a bunch. I mean, it's that's rewarding, it's in, you know? Yeah. It's really rewarding. Yeah. I tell people with dive bomb, you know, being able to provide a, uh, a great decoy at a great cost. Is it awesome when somebody comes and buys 200 dozen? Yeah, it's awesome. But I tell you what, it's really cool when somebody s- sends you a message and they say, you know what, man, I freaking mowed yards all summer. I bought my, right. I bought five dozen and they send you pics with the biggest, fattest shitty <laughs> grin on their face that you could ever imagine. That's pretty fun, man. Uh, there is nothing fun. like I am to add to that. Like just with that right there, there's nothing like providing a hunt for somebody else. You know it's what I mean? Pretty like, cool. Oh, and, and getting, you know, let's, let's get into this even further and talk about, because hearing you talk about that, I've, I've talked to you a lot, Bob, and I know what kind of guy you are. I know you genuinely care about other people in the next generation. And a lot of times when you put yourself in the spotlight, you're going to take some heat. And I know you've taken your fair share. Do you think there are any misconceptions out there about you or what you're trying to do for the sport of waterfowling? Um, I think that um, the people that are genuinely, genuinely interested um, in waterfowl hunting and the growth of waterfowl hunting and in a lot of things, whether everything from business um, and what's, what's relevant in business and what we do to, um, maybe the audience that I can reach and somebody can't or vice versa. Um, all my videos, I don't cuss at them, man. And that's for a reason, you know, um, my videos are clean. We might say ass every now and then or something, but I mean, there's every song on pop radio is worse than my videos for God's sakes. Um, so I would say the misconceptions the, the very, very true and tried misconceptions that I put a thumb on are the ones that have been doing it. And, and we talked about that earlier and it's sad. Um, it's sad. It sucks. And, and a lot of what I'm talking about is maybe another outfitter, maybe another guide, maybe another freelance guide, maybe, maybe a YouTuber that's had his waterfowl channel up for, uh, two times the amount of years that I have and I've chased a platform and now I'm here, you know, or maybe just, it's all these other things. That's those people. I have made friends out of every one of those people that I have shook their hand with. And they, and they tell me, I am sorry. I'm going to be so honest with you. I had one guy, I'm not going to say names, Mr. Wheezy. That's all I'll say. When I went to Arkansas, we we laid together in the rain and mud, and he looked at me, and he goes, man, I feel like a real piece of shit. And I go, why? He goes, have you not looked at your direct messages between me and you? I'm like, do I even, like, dude, I don't even know if I follow you, you know, all these people. Right. And so I, while we're laying there, he's like, pull it up. So I did. And 
sure enough, two years ago, I went to Iowa and on some private land. It was the YouTube channel was new. You know, I was just trying to get views, to be honest. And we did a stupid little jump shoot shot like 27 snow geese off this little, little slew way. Right. And uh, he damned me about it. This whole nasty deal. Whole nasty deal. He was completely nasty, calling me every name in the book. And here I am, two and a half years later, three years later, damn near, sitting next to him in Arkansas. And I have gained his respect so much that he had to verbally tell me, I'm sorry. I want to tell you ahead of time, face to face. You know, and, and he's a great guy for doing that and just being being a man and and though that's the misconception that i deal with literally on a daily basis on a reoccurring basis are the people let's talk locally around here not everybody but the local uh the local dude the local outfitter that's just you know got a rock solid old you know what and just this fucking youtuber he's a blah blah you know the whole nine yards that when we meet and they see my family and they see and they hear the story or whatever, they just see that I'm not a dickhead or something. Right. Everything changes. So that's what really, really gets to me a lot of times because those are the people I am them. You know, I, I, I've learned while doing this. I, I did. I started this telling people we're learning together like four years ago. Right. When I sat in my flyer chair talking about spreads, I was like, this is what I know. Like, drop a comment down below if I'm wrong, for God's sakes. Like, I've never took a uh, – I've, I've made sure – in my whole entire life, I mean, I'm, I'm not a selfish – I don't think so. You know, I, I, don't, I don't believe I'm a selfish guy. And that is what uh, – <clears throat> that is what gets to me the most is, um, is those people. Everybody else um, – Everybody else, man, it's it's um, it's nice. You know, you know how, as we know, like Instagram, you know, social media platforms, Snapchat. People are pretty cool, but there's something about Facebook that oh, brings out the worst in people. You know, I've had travel? people send messages and say nasty it's things, bad. and I'm like, look, man, you don't it's have so to like bad. the videos, you don't have to watch them, mm-hmm. but you're not going to talk shit about this guy at least not not on this page or while i can control it and it's because i know who you are i know what kind of guy you are and i think that people you know whether they like what you're doing or whether they don't like what you're doing the thing is it's like if you don't like it don't watch it but why do you why do you have to go out of your day your day to say something so hateful or so negative like what do you what do you say to the people that the people on the facebook that that mm-hmm. bobby's a douchebag he's a huge douchebag oh, no. what do you what do you no. say to like those type of people it's like dude i'm not a douchebag i'm doing i'm supporting dude. my family <laughs> doing what i love and all i want to do is help people and enjoy this life that i'm living dude you know? it's i am a, i am i am the identical same to anybody out there i cuss like a sailor in the blind um i i I, I talking about Facebook. I had a, a problem child on there for a lot of years and his main deal that he battled me on was what makes you think you're a professional to teach the world something. And that was his deal. Like he, he went to it at like, what degree do you have? 
or what's what is this and that and um i think before i finally blocked him on all the platforms because i had to deal with him for so long for god's sakes uh i told him dude I don't know how to please you. Obviously, I can't please you. Stop watching the videos so you'll stop messaging me, please. You know, right? And and I and that was before, that was before this thing got big, and it that bothered me so bad. And I was probably within the first year of me trying to grow this thing, and, and most vulnerable, you know, because right. as you know, you got to have a backbone uh, for something that's not your family, for something that's not. For something that you believe in and no one else might at that time. So um, what I can say to those people is, just like I said before, all you, all, all the people that that think that um, I do it for just views or 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 that, hey, I, I will tell you right now that I <laughs> I will use clickbait to my advantage. But if you guys watch the video, the, okay, one uproar was the sky bust. I know you know about the sky bust video. I actually titled a video sky busting because I knew it would get clicked. Like, sure. And then what happened? Everybody came People by. literally said, oh, Bobby's a oh, sky buster. All he does is a sky buster. Jesus. It gave the people that were going to talk anyways a reason to type. Sure. That's it. So if people only understood how involved in this and how how much I truly care, like if I cared so much, I would not have fucking done that. But to all the people that I knew were going to click on it, the people that haven't watched in two years – and they were like, I'm done. They watched that. Or they never even yeah. watched it ever. And I got him. And I yeah. got him. And, and the farthest shot we took was 35 yards. Yeah. And and every one of them people, I'm like, I got you. I got you. And and most people that complained seen the title and the thumbnail, and they just typed. They didn't, they didn't watch even watch the video. The video. Yeah. No, absolutely not. So what I can say to all those people is come shake my hand. Come come have a beer with me. Come have a conversation with me um i am just like you i'm a father i am i am nobody i am absolutely nobody that has just put in enough time to one thing to make it grow that's it was there was there ever a time where you're just like you know what um i'm tired of dealing with the with all the hate and all the bullshit all the time like i just don't know if this worth it did you ever did you ever have a time like that 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 you came across sadly there was one time and it ended up like i was when you talked about ducks earlier is is uh it was the forefront of dealing with the public and then you know on top of that you know ducks waterfowl grew we grew hand in hand i mean the channel and ducks grew hand in hand it took a it took a team to do it but it was new for me, just as new as a ducks, you know, our ducks company was. So having business partners is I didn't know how to handle the public. And so dude, so much stress the first year of popping off when it actually popped off in the second year, I took out on my boys. And and that was I look back on it and it was a good there was good about it, but there was a lot of bad where you look back on how I acted and who I might've took it out on because I didn't know how to control the, 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 
the universe I was in because it just abruptly hit me. I am nothing more than a Kansas boy. I do not come from money. I do not come from business. I don't come from a silver spoon. Uh, you know, my, you know what I mean? I, we, we're barely middle class, even, not even that, you know, we, um, I went to the most low in school K through six in our, in our 45 K town. So, um, getting a lot of attention and, and the bad was really bad. Cause I've always been a guy that wore my heart on my sleeve and I had to learn not to do that anymore. And it was so hard, man. Oh my God. It was so hard. I took it out on my business partners, uh, in a big spew of just bruh. Cause I didn't know right. I didn't, right. I was so frustrated, you know? And, and yeah, it, that was my breaking point. And, um, that was this in the second year of the YouTube channel. That was just, it was a huge onslaught in the waterfowl industry because it just popped off and major growth the first time for everything type of deal. And it, uh, it, it, it affected a lot. If you know, it affected my marriage, it affected how I was a father, you know, even being busy today will always affect those things. Being busy and a businessman, I don't care what you do. If you, if you are a business owner, it's going to take a lot of your time. Sure. Guaranteed. So back then I just did not know how to handle things. And, and there was a time that I told my wife, like, you know, what do I do? Is this, is it better for me to go this route? And I will have to say that my wife has always, always, always been my number one, just to tell me, Bobby, you like, she will remind me, Andrew, like I told you earlier, Andrew Flair, he's, He's why this exists. He's my boy. Um, Andrew told you to be prepared. You're not, you're not prepared, obviously. You know, like sure. the YouTube deal, if you do it right, there, there's one way to make a YouTube channel in one way only. I don't care if it's a cosmetology channel or if it's a waterfowl channel. There's one way to do it in one way only. That's why a lot of our waterfowlers with their big heads don't like me. Because there's one way to do this in one way only. And uh with YouTube growth comes a lot of trolls, you know, so, and I, I just didn't, I never expected it to be the magnitude what it was at the beginning. Now it's very easily manageable. I've been doing it long enough. I've got a rhythm and rhyme. Nothing bothers me as much. Um, you got, you know, uh, it's sad, but you literally um, get to see the true nature of a lot of good human beings you know, right. acting, acting on whatever type of emotion that they have going on at that time, whether it's jealousy, whether it's, I know more than you shut up, whether it's, I don't know, but, uh, I'm still talking about this because it's a thing, man. Like th this goes hand in hand to the main reason why I started this channel and to give confidence to the guy that sucks ass at blowing a call to blow that son of a bitch. And if those people in that damn blind are going to call him a retard or whatever the hell they want to do and tell him to shut up, that he needs to go find new guys. Right. You know, I mean, you, you make a good point right there. I get there. fired up. I yeah. Get fired I mean, up it, man. you make a good point right there. It's, it's dude. It, I don't know. There's just, there's a lot of egos. There's a lot of egos in this, in, in what we do. And, um, you know, I think sometimes the best thing is to say, you know what, man, like, let's not put ourselves on a pedestal. Let's put our egos aside and let's 
let's just be a good person and help other people. I'm not saying let this dude rip on a call whenever we're trying to work a group of ducks in, but be kind to be like, Hey, give him some tips here and there. I'm going to tell you Forrest Carpenter. He's one of the kindest individuals I've ever met. And that dude (laughs) is so patient and so kind. If, if somebody needs help on a call or, hunting situation right. scenario believe- or vice he's like hey man why don't you try this or why don't you try this you know he's going to suggest hey why don't you work this group in on your own but he's going to be kind and right. say hey man like hold tight for a minute you know as soon as we get through here i'm gonna you know i'm gonna i'm gonna send you some clips i'm gonna send you some videos and i'm gonna help you get better because he's a good right. person you know like we Dude. need more good people that are genuinely good people mm-hmm. that we don't gain anything by bringing people down. Don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here saying I'm a saint. I'm I'm just as right. guilty of we it all, as everybody else. But let's wrong. make a genuine effort to say, you know what? I'm going to try to be better today than I was yesterday. And I'm going to try to be better tomorrow than I am today. And ultimately we're just, we're going to, we're just going to try to be the best version of ourselves that we can. I think, so I think one, yeah. And, and another thing that people have to remember here, you know, one, all you waterfowlers out there, local hunters, you have your primary four or five fields, your areas, your farmers. Here's the deal, guys. Remember this. Seriously. We're all hunting moving birds, man. Those birds are not yours. They're not mine. They're not Harry's and they're not Linda's. Those birds will be on a different field tomorrow. If you can't get on them and someone can, let them go kill them, man. Let them get after them. Let's see. That's the thing is when when people are selfish on that aspect it's about those are my i've heard it i have heard it a hundred times well those are my birds you're hunting my birds they are not your birds stop acting like something's yours man these are moving birds that we're all trying to chase stop it quit it they're not going to be here in july dude hunt them (laughs) you know what i mean just hunt them so that that being said, it's not like turkeys. It's not like deer. Waterfowl's different. You can't you can't carry over all them traits on granddaddy's honey hole for his deer property. And tur- it's not like that. It's not like that. Waterfowling is different. So Sorry, got, I had to preach. You have no. It's it's good, man. This is it's it's what we do, man. We do organic and we do real. <laughs> That's who we are, and we're not changing. Um. You've got over 147,000 YouTube subscribers, which is phenomenal. Um, Thank you, brother. Hats off to you for all the hard work and devotion. Um, I know it's a lot. I've talked to you, and um, it's a lot. You you work your ass off. Would would you have ever thought that this whole thing would come together the way it has? You know, like I like I said earlier, there's one way to make a YouTube channel. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't have done this if it was not going to be successful. I don't do things if they're not going to be successful. I'm not trying to act like I have a big, you know what? I'm not trying to act like I have an ego, but I am 33 years old. If I would have tried this at 23, it would have been a lot different, like a sheet floating in the wind. But when I started this, I learned from an individual, Andrew Flair yet again, who put me on game and he told me, you stick between these perimeters, you do A, A through Z like I tell you, and you will make it. So again, absolutely, I knew it was going to happen. Did I know how long? No way. Did I know how many videos? No way. So was it a huge cliff to jump off with a ton of work in my lap? Absolutely. But when you're given something from somebody like I was, you go. 
If you don't go, then that's a wasted opportunity. Why, why did you put yourself in that opportunity? Why did you put yourself in the position to begin with? So I hit a point in my life, I was ready for opportunity and I took it. I think that's really cool that you went in totally committed. And the other thing that your wife, I've got a, a really soft spot for wives that are insanely supportive through things that might not always look, um, that clear in the beginning because that's how my wife is and how she was through my professional baseball career spending, you know, seven years in the minor leagues before I ever got called up to the big leagues and repeating four years in double a, whenever it's like, Hey, just come home, you know? And it was never like that. Kind of like you said. So I think that is really, really cool because you know, that there's that super gay quote about, you know, behind every, good man there's a great woman and that is one that i can totally get on board with so that's cool how you said you know what we're i'm going all in i'm going for this i'm going to sacrifice everything and your wife said fucking send it you know so that's super cool um you know and and she seems like a super cool gal from from what i've seen on on uh, oh man so yeah she's 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 uh, all that good already tackled all you know tackled her goal she's done finally that's awesome eight years of school you know and now i don't want to i don't want to dive like too deep into your you know your personal life or anything like that but can you briefly explain to people how youtube and their payouts work um so on YouTube with any channel, it's all the same. It doesn't matter if you're hunting, you know, it doesn't matter. Like I said, if you're a makeup of somebody that <laughs> teaches makeup, you know, anything, um, YouTube is all the same. So the amount of subscribers is honestly irrelevant. Um, views add placed views. So, um, views from, let's say a channel, um, uh, let's say there's a channel out there called Nelf Boys. You know, they have been put on a blacklist. They've been completely demonetized. They cannot make ad revenue, and they're huge, and they get massive views. Well, they've had to go the route of selling merchandise to make money on there. So, like I told you earlier, there's a full scale of there, there's a whole different payout and ad revenue scale of what type of genre you are and what type of content you provide, and. Um, it's it is ad it's viewed ad place views is what it is views um view total views is not it it's ad place views so Uh what happens is um when you get a certain size and and uh it's just like a a record label signing an artist there are uh broadcast corporations that are basically a middleman between um the companies who are wanting to place the ads and then they will associate them with their, you know, however much they want to pay and what is best for their genre. So just like, let's say a dive bomb ad running on YouTube, you're going to want to be on my channel, this channel, that channel, that channel. And it's going to cost this much for these prime channels, this much for these secondary channels. You know what I mean? Just that this is just a brief rundown, but um uh, it is ad placed views uh, however many ads get watched the duration of those ads every time it's all an accumulated total and um you get paid every month right on and um and so like i said earlier you know that other genre compared to hunting 
there's a big difference in ad revenue. Right. Big difference. You know, hunting, I'm killing things. They know I'm killing things. A lot of my videos still get demonetized. Um, if if I was to be asked by, and I do get asked a lot by the 16-year-old who was just hounded the past year by his, you know, 16, 18-year-old hounded by the parents going, you need to figure out what you need to do because you're going to college, You whether you like it or not. You know, I get it. And, and that's good. I didn't have that. Take that and run with it. Get, go get you a business degree, something that you can put in your pocket and then bloom into whatever you want later because and get it done. Uh, I didn't have that. Go do that. That's a side note, you know. Um, but, yeah, I basically lost my train of thought. I'm getting off on a squirrel's trail. No, you're all, it's all good, man. We were just, you know, I I think there's a lot of people that are just like curious to like, how do you get, you know, get paid through YouTube? So that's why I would say, I I would say say that if it wasn't for ducks, if it wasn't for ducks and sponsored videos, I would never be able to sustain, you know, it's not just, if it was ever off just YouTube ads, like at the beginning, I never would have been able to sustain, you know, uh, not every YouTuber has a ducks, you know, a company that they have help from other people to support them on a monthly basis. Like a lot of YouTube channels um, were just like me in my first year where I worked a full-time job and I built this channel. And that was the hardest of, I mean, above all hardest time uh, in this whole, what has been this whole process because I was juggling babies. I was juggling um, everything, you know, and that, that, that was hard. So now, you know, I've seen you recently purchased a new home. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. home. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, and you are starting an outfitter opening this fall. Is uh, everything looking good? Is everything on as scheduled to start rolling this fall? Yeah, man. Um the big step right now is um, putting a lot of money into the lodge and making it what it needs to be and what I want it to be. Um, I want a certain level of of uh, providing that I do for my clients. You know, one thing that I told my clients is like, um, if you're in a mixed group, um, you'll never be with more than eight or nine. Like I'm to get, you'll never, if it's a mixed group, never going to have more than eight people usually. And that's just out of consideration of those clients. I I wouldn't want to be coming with a group of four or two and being stuck with 10 other swinging, you know, what's, you know, uh, that you don't know. Now, usually it's fun meeting new people. Don't get me wrong. But But a lot of of times people, when they come with their buddies, they, they just kind of like to have their own group, you know, a little privacy and and a little, they know what they're, they know who they can be around those people mm-hmm. whereas you know maybe you have a group of six or seven guys maybe they're a little rowdy and then they mm-hmm. find out they got good and with a group of four maybe a little more proper gentlemen i don't want to say it it messes up their their pre you know bachelor party or whatever it is i'm just i'm just throwing right. an example but maybe they can't quite be exactly who they want to be so you know that that's cool that that you're you know, not going to overextend, um, you know, what you're doing just to try to make a a couple extra, you know, some extra money, a couple extra bucks, but actually saying, you know what, we're going to make sure we give everybody the Mm -hmm. attention and the, 
the quality that that they deserve whenever right. they come here. So have you? I know you you you've settled on a name. What what was the name that you ended up settling with? Sand Hill Flyway, and I originally loved it, and then I hated it because I was like, people are going to Google, or people are going to think that we do. You know, Sand Hill Crane, yeah, yeah, and it's it's already shown. I think we've let out the name for what two weeks or something, and I think there's been two people uh, wanting to book a crane hunt right off the get go to come <laughs> across us, and I'm like, sorry, brother, you know, I can get you on some lessers, but. Um, but the reason we went with that, I wanted something that went with the terrain, obviously, and I didn't want, I didn't want something too cliche. I mean, uh, it, it's hard. That was the hardest <laughs> yeah. thing, man. I, it was the hardest thing. It really was. I never. I was honestly telling Gerald, uh, he's my partner in all this. I was telling him and my wife, I'm like, let's just not name it. They're like, well, who are they going to pay? And you have to have a business and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't know, you know, <laughs> I don't know. But let's just not even name it. And that, you know, but um, we obviously had to. And uh, it's sand hills out here. This is just uh, the new house I hear nothing but rolling hills of sand and stickers. So uh, we have a couple awesome roofs right around us. So Sweet. there's going to be an awesome flight in the evenings that clients will be able to drink a brew a bush and. And, uh, freaking, I mean, if you want to just pass shoot, <laughs> if you want to pass shoot snows, you'll probably be able to type it. It was pretty neat. That's man. cool. So for, for everybody that doesn't know, you're going to, you're kind of in that, what would you call it? Central Kansas. Would that be? Yep. South, yep. South central Kansas. Um, it's uh central Kansas, but South central, uh, here Southeast, um, over by Wichita, over by Hutch, Newton, McPherson, Salina, all those areas over to Stafford to Turon, uh, that it's a wide area there, but that's, that's the primary running area for sure. So, you know, you've got over 147,000 YouTube subscribers. You got nearly a hundred thousand on Instagram followers. You're not going to have any shortage of exposure for this outfitter. So I've got to ask, have you, you have your books opened up yet? Are they filled? Yeah, um, we. I opened them. Um, so I opened them. Uh, what's been? I think it's been three weeks. But right at seven days, uh, November, December was full, and I had three dates left in January uh, to fill in seven in one week. And so since then, the last two weeks, um, it's remained the same. I had a group drop out because of the COVID. Obviously, I was. I was pretty you know worried of who all was going to be able to stick around and, and get through this but only one group is that's already refilled and so now Sweet. we're back to three days in january open and that's it have you have you got your guys hired up and ready to roll yeah oh yeah yeah uh, like i said the the biggest thing the only thing the the cherry on top right now and then the most important thing that's happening is the interior uh, of this lodge a lot of a lot of, a lot of my you know what's going into that bad boy right. my goodness so i was going to ask now that you say that aside from offering hunts what what else will be included well you guys do lodging we do meals yep, lodging, anything like that yep, lodging's included uh i'm going to provide probably the the middle night meal uh it'll just be a big barbecue of hamburgers okay. and corn or something or whatnot on it on pretty much every group um 
but then we'll have a whole kind of cafeteria deal with frozen breakfasts. And so I, one of my partners, Jordan here, he, he owns a butchery slash they make pre-made mills of very, a ton of sorts. And they come in these already oven ready, just awesome mills, everything from single man mills up to four man mills and breakfast, lunch, dinners, and we'll have a bunch of those uh, for purchase in a little cafeteria deal. So um, people will be able to grab something and not have to go to town or have to. I mean, honestly, you can come and eat the whole time and have something to purchase for a very decent price and not ever have to go get food or bring food. You know? so, Real quick, I'm nice. going to completely cut off from what we were talking about. And I'm going to say, if you send me a DM and say, I love the Bobby Guy podcast. I'm going to enter you into a giveaway to win a dozen of our new S3I candidates. All right, I'm going to continue because I don't want I want to make sure people have to listen to the whole podcast. So I'm not going to say gotcha. Anything. So that's awesome. Right, so I, about the house, I, dude. You and the, and yeah. the outfitter, and you 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 truly accomplished a dream, man. I know your I know your family is is very proud of you. I know. I know you're a dude that that's dedicated to being successful and and as you can and and giving it everything you got. You're not going to cut any corners. So I knew, knew not knew. I know your new outfitter is going to be a success. Are you guys? Um, would you say? I mean, I know you're going to offer ducks and geese, but would you say your specialty is going to be those Kansas lessers? Um, so I will, I will say, your thing? Um, so I've been telling clients, you know, I've been telling clients absolutely expect, you know, big lesser hunts to be kind of the primary go-to, but as time's going on now, we have actually honestly absorbed some property and, and new, new, <laughs> new territory that I never have even stepped foot in that is going to provide a bunch of duck hunting. So I, my goal is to give to have an option. I know that sounds crazy and I'm not trying to be Mr. Big, you know what, but, um, with Gerald, Gerald brings a lot of help and that boy, um, a little story on Gerald. He was out West for the last handful of years and he comes from East of me. So this is getting him back home. Mm -hmm. It's getting him back, uh, back in his home territory where he can run now. And so he's really eating it up. He's enjoying it. And I'm, I'm, uh, I am literally just, my jaw is dropped it. Cause every day he's coming to me going, Bob, I just got this, Bob, let's go look at this territory. The, the, the last two days we've walked in on two different section sections and just walked it, you know? Um, that's awesome. So, it's going to be it's awesome, awesome having a guy like that people, that can really oh, help lay some groundwork for you. And Gerald, uh, he is one of the most dependable, um, hardworking, never late, never. I mean, you want to talk, I think one of the biggest thing that shows itself in a guide is prep, 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 prep. And so when you have paying clients or if you're just buddy hunting still, the main guy, the main guy who's running that hunt the day before, the night before, making sure everything's plugged in and charging, making sure everything's loaded, the hook, the trailer's already hooked up. You don't have to do anything in the morning. Right. Get in the truck. You know the entry point to the field. He is the best that I've ever been with. You know, amongst others like 
great, great guides like Dirty Bird, you know, like like all these other great guides. He right. should, he's perfect every time. You know, he don't slip up. I agree. Up. There's things that people do right and being prepared is one of them. All those oh, things you said, not not scrambling around shit shows in the morning, driving uh, circles stand. in the field. You say, hey, we're not yes, screwing man. around. This is what we're going to do. This is the plan yes. and this is what we're getting prepared for. So that's Absolutely. awesome. You go into business with somebody and, and money and things start getting involved. Having a guy like that on your front lines with you is, is, um, that's, that's awesome. That's because dude, that's, what, yeah. that's what you need it, to be successful. Oh, dude, absolutely. And, and just like that, what you need to be successful is, you know, having Gerald through this ordeal, just, just unleashing the books and doing all this, you know, um, comes with lashings, you know, it comes with all, everything that we've already covered and having him there going, Bob, I'm here, brother. We're going to kill it. We're going to kill it. We're going to do this. We're going to, in three years, people are going to wish they never would have talked shit, you know, right. I, and that's our, that's our mentality is we're just going to go. Well, man, I'm, I'm Jack to get, um, get you guys hooked up, um, for this season, get, get, oh, get our dude. new floaters running our new, uh-huh. our new poses we got coming to our V2 line are, um, you know, the improvements to our socks, our S3I series, our, a-frame style blind we've got in the works. Um, you know, we've got some really, really cool things that I can't wait for you guys to get a hold of. Uh, S5 specs, um, you know, for blending those in, mixing them in, hiding the spread. Yeah. So it's awesome. I, I can't wait to, to get you guys hooked up. And we've got you guys <laughs> on the schedule to come see you and, um, you know, and, and spend spend a couple days with yep. the operation and watching here. you guys work. You guys, you guys might as well just stay for New Year's. You're going to be here the right? 27th. Might, we might as well just party down. <laughs> That's right. Hammer down on some <laughs> freaking bush wearing our bush honkers. <laughs> well, Bob, man, I, I hate to take any more of your time. I've, you know, we're, we're rolling up on, on an hour now. Um, you know, is there anything else you, you want to add? Um, man we covered so much um i i will say this is uh people like you guys that are invested like we talked about earlier um to the let's get rid of the egos thing that's been um that's been one of my primary things man through 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 and through through this whole adventure is uh, if i can tell each and every one of you one thing is uh don't for one thing don't let someone tell you you can't do something, no matter if, um, no matter how smart they are, or they think they are. If you, if you love something and you want to go after it, remember, you got one life. Go do it. Go do it. Because I wouldn't give a nothing and I made it happen. There's a, there's a lot of, a lot of successes. All it took was hard work. That's it. Definitely. So, yeah, man, I after. think. You know, Bobby Guy and Dive Bomb, we don't have to be for everybody. We're not douchebags. It's just we're just regular dudes that love chasing waterfowl and we're really passionate about it. If you don't like us or our decoys, that's okay. We, do we want you to like us and like our decoys? Of course we do. But if you don't, that's okay. Like I'm we're still gonna do us. You're gonna do Bobby Guy, you're gonna do your thing and dive bomb. We're going to do our thing. We're going to have fun. We might be a little edgy at times, but we we, we will respect 
Um, we will respect our fellow hunters. We will respect uh, conservation. And we're going to do things the right way. Um, people can say what they will. Oh, they're, they're, they're douches. They're this or that. Okay, whatever. I've never met anybody in person that I've hung out with. That's the it. same as you said, that have said, you know what? I've met you and you're still a douchebag. You know what I'm saying? Like it just, it, it don't work like that, but it's like, you know, it is what it is. It's the same guys that say, it's the same guys. It's the same guys that say, I don't post pictures on Instagram. I don't need no attention. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, buddy. Okay, man. All right. <laughs> you on. Do you. Right exactly. On. You keep doing that and that's it. okay. I'll respect Whatever. you for it. You know, Alrighty. but you, you let me do me. So, yep. um, you know, I, I, I think it's awesome, Bob, I've, you know, we've been doing stuff with you for a few years now and it, it's yeah, been fun. On what, three yeah, years yeah, we are. And, and it's fun to, it's been fun to watch you grow and, and where, where you're headed. Um, as always, if you need anything from, from me or dive bomb, I'll tell uh, you what, I'll, I'll tell you what you guys, uh, I will, I will say one thing and this is not pre-scripted we have nothing on this damn things pre-scripted by the way um dive bomb other than ducks and and you know the whole ducks waterfowl deal, dive bomb was the first secondhand company out of nowhere that helped me and and you guys gave me um no shit you guys enabled me to have my own filled goose spread by myself because as a lot of the the viewers know is uh, me and Wade, uh, we share a lot of stuff, but I don't like using, um, it's four of our stuff. You know, that, that trailer's expensive, all them full bodies and whatnot that we've had for all the years. You guys allowed me to go do my thing and, and nothing against my guys that they have let me always use, um, their equipment and our equipment. They've never bitched about that, mm -hmm. but you guys, you know, let that stressor go a little bit for me um by providing that and you you allowed me to go harder and and have my own equipment and i have to say um i don't know if if you know we would have grew sure but with your help man i i appreciate it so much yeah, man. Uh, we do too you appreciate it so much man. you've been a good friend to dive bomb uh you've you've certainly helped us you've helped push us and and, and expand our reach and uh and we greatly appreciate it uh bob Thanks again for joining us, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Dude. Thanks for taking your time. Thanks for having me. And uh, I'll be talking to you soon, bud. Yeah, brother. Have a good one, Asher. Right, I appreciate man. you guys. Thanks, Bob. Thank you, Cody. Thank you, Cody, a genuine sucker. I, he's a good dude, he is man. A good dude. I love I love me some Cody. He's fun. You'll uh, have to come back to Game Fair with us this year. I, that's you know, every time I'm with Cody, all he talks about is, dude, every time your name comes up, he's like, dude. The guy is like a celebrity. Everybody's like, ah, oh, these dudes are cool. And then Bob, Bob, they're like, man, let me take a picture. Let me get a picture of this guy. He's like, you would have thought freaking you Brad Pitt was at our, at our freaking booth. So I'll be there this year. So, uh, will you? Yeah. All right. There, Let's man. do the same thing. I can be there a little okay. more probably this year, maybe okay. or something. I, that was a bunch of fun. I really want to do I'll that. Be there, man. Awesome. I'll be there. I'm looking forward to it, Bob. Right it's been fun, man. Thanks, buddy. Take care. Yeah. I'll talk to you soon. You too, bro. All right, man. Yeah, we'll see you. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us as always. Uh, we've got a couple really cool giveaways going on right now. One of them being through 
the month of April. If you purchase 10 dozen decoys, you'll be entered uh, a chance to win a week with us in Alaska uh, at the end of September with Aleutian Island Waterfowlers with Charlie Somerville. So make sure you guys get in on that. Uh, all 10 decoys don't have to be bitten off and chewed at once. You can break them up, but they're does have to be 10 dozen purchased through the month of April. Another one is on our closed Facebook group, uh, Dial Bomb Ministries Forum and Fan Page. We're doing a fun little thing where you have a minute and 15 seconds to make a video and describe why you should win the uh, Snow Goose Starter Spread giveaway, which is for 15 dozen. Uh, so you've got the freedom to go on there and be as crazy or creative as you want uh, to make a video and that's going to be uh, voted on by the members of that page so whichever video gets the most likes uh, will be the winner of that and that will end uh, on Sunday April 19th so you still got a little time to get a video up and get it made for that as always make sure you follow us on our social media channels uh, Ball Ministries on Instagram and Facebook and that closed Facebook group is really awesome so Anyway, you guys be good, stay safe, take care of your families, y'all be good. Thank you for listening to the Dive Bomb Squadcast.